0: Big moron as well as you, but let me try.
1: What the hell is supposed to do, you moron? It's a moron. That's not against the law. Gun. you fucking moron. let like Batman. Because he is
0: Batman, you moron. What are you, a fucking moron?
2: Huh? You moron. Drop dead. Moron.
0: Whoa. up here,
1: you morons. Stepping morons like
3: yourself.
0: Me down, you moron. Hey, moron
4: i'm watching watch it tomorrow. tomorrow after work it's the o'clock <laughs> i have cleared my schedule and i'm watching them all oh i
3: I, can't, I cannot wait for the next batch to come out.
4: i saw oh god sean i suppose there's no spoilers in it. so i saw the first episode up to as far as the guy going inside the guy's dick oh. and then sneaking and going big again and exploding the guy's body and i was <laughs> And then Ella was trying to watch, so she was talking about fucking Love Island or something, so I went, just fucking put it on, and then I I'm going to wait.
3: Uh, well, Love Island's essentially the same thing, is it? <laughs> creepy wee guys try to climb inside folk. Aye, uh, too. Did somebody not get
0: inside somebody on the first night, I was reading? On <laughs> what, Love Island? Aye. No. they <laughs> <No. laughs> start lying to me again. <laughs>
3: was it Sean straight in to defend Love Island? <laughs>
2: I'll just answer this question.
3: Well, let's let's see see if
1: if, they. I was confused how the rumour circulated because I don't think any of them even actually got close close to each other. It was as if there was
0: any any, any going on like that. I guess they're just not show it, but it actually did happen.
4: Keep this for your Love Island chat.
3: Uh, yeah. go, go, go for your, your Love Island podcast, guys. But guys, welcome into this is actually Morons Review and Movies. It's not Love Island um <laughs> idiot shit. Um some of us choose not to watch that nonsense and watch absolute amazing movies and content like we've got in store for you this week. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we are going to be talking about the the everyone's favorite morons choices. So we have my choices, which are Absolute classic in 12 Angry Men, and then we've also got Zack Snyder's Justice League, which I believe we're going to be starting with first of all, Sean, aren't we?
2: Yes,
3: oh, well, listen, let's just get straight into it. Let's hope I'm sure we've got lots to unpack from this movie that is um four hours and two minutes long. <laughs> uh, that everyone was Some
2: obviously-
1: would say four hours too long. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh well. At
1: least when we turned it on, it was. Kel did point out, it said it was eight hours at one point. So I'm glad it was only half that. I mean, that would have been. I think I would have. I think I would have jumped out the window just. Did like, like, to watch the
0: black and white watch. version over the coloured version? So I, I I got it on Sky Movies. So
2: I, I never had that option. It was just the like fucking four hours. Of it. I never. It was the, the, the
3: sheer panic when I purchased it, so I'd bought it for like seven quid or whatever it was, and then I clicked on it and it said eight hours and four minutes, and I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like, they will kill me if I make them watch this. Um, but yeah, Zack Snyder's uh, cut of Justice League, so determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain. Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne aligns force with Diana Prince who plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions. Sounds amazing guys, doesn't it? Sounds really, really good. Listen, I'll kick us off then. Uh, it was my choice to go for it. And this was more of a a tongue-in-cheek choice, um, just because I wanted to really piss off Daniel, essentially. Um, I had picked a different movie. I'd originally picked uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers old childhood classic but someone actually randomly commented under a post saying that we should review the uh, Zack Snyder movies um so I made a swift change to this before Daniel as he's been really really busy lately is a bit slack on his Instagram efforts. Daniel so,
1: you, mar- bought, you bought that person that suggested we could uh we should watch these films yeah?
4: Uh I believe they don't even follow the page.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> I thought that's you really it.
1: suggested that.
0: I thought you'd done it to be totally on point to not only have a court case film, but then also one with Amber Heard in it as well.
3: That was it, Exactly what I did. I <laughs> 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 didn't did actually realise how much... So, obviously, I'd never seen this before. Um, I had tried to watch it at one point and I gave up about 30 minutes in. Um, it's a bit... What's a, what's a bit different for me for reviewing this is I'm reviewing this more based on... Zack Snyder's Justice League versus the Justice League that came out and when I'm when I was watching this I, the whole way through this I'm thinking that this one is 10 times better than the shit that came out in 2017 so guys think yourself lucky that this was a better quality movie than what we could have been watching because uh, the one that was uh, was released originally was so much worse than this but I, I enjoyed this it's, See, because I'm right into superheroes um, and all this geeky stuff the fact that you got longer to understand more about this char- these characters who in DC I feel like I, I don't know that much about so Daniel can probably fill some gaps if there is any because um, I'm sure some of you are desperate to learn more mm-hmm. but <laughs> learning more about for instance Cyborg who has pretty much a zero part in the one that hit the cinema in 2017 that was a big thing for me because he was pretty much like essential to the plot mm-hmm. of what was going on um, I think this one must be a bit different from one that I did watch previously, Daniel, because there wasn't as much orange on the screen as what I remembered. I felt it wasn't all that orange
4: compared to what I expected. That was going to be one of my comments.
3: Yeah, I, just, I remember when I must have watched just a dodgy copy of it somewhere, but it was like all just dark orange screens everywhere. No,
4: um, I think, um, I definitely, that was a complaint at the time. Maybe they fixed it for it being almost never enough. Year or so since it's been released, least, so they maybe fixed it now. There, there's, there's
3: again. Sorry, has anybody seen the original one? Actually, let's let's ask you guys all that first.
0: No, I basically gave up with this version of this universe after the shit show that was the first Batman versus Superman. I couldn't even bring myself to watch the setting, the extended version of that, which filled in the gaps which needed filled in in the original.
4: Oh wait, that that other Zack
3: Snyder movie that was also shit. Sorry.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> not that you'll I've have an agenda that. against Zack Snyder <laughs> No, I, I thought Watchmen was alright to be fair Sorry Sean, what
2: would you say? Uh, I've not seen it, the only thing I've seen for this uh, was Man of Steel because I, I loved Superman as a, a wee boy so that's the only thing I've seen of it ending to day with this Bunsy, I'm going to go to a limb here
3: <laughs> I'm going to assume that you've not seen The original version of the Justice League I wouldn't have put myself through it, no <laughs> Well guys, maybe for a bit of context Next uh, next week in your own time you, um, Take a night off of Love Island And watch the original Justice League When it came out Just so you can see how much of a treat Never that I've
1: given you. I'm This is four hours long You'd have to get a week off of Love Island To watch this
3: I'll be doing you a big, big favour If you take that week off um but no, I, I liked I liked how, how in-depth the storylines were. So I, I do appreciate it's long. It's not exactly the best comic book style or superhero movie that's out there. I'm I'm not naive naive enough to say that it's better than the Marvel stuff. Um for me it was a it was refreshing to watch this because I've seen the other, I've seen the previous one two, maybe maybe even three times. I put myself through that. That I'm just try, trying to convince myself that I do like it um but this this was much better Steppenwolf is so much cooler in this one than he is in the uh, other version of it the other version he looks dead basic and shit um like I touched on about the storyline with um Cyborg getting to actually understand his character a lot more was so much better the epilogue towards the end where you're having the the like the Joker appear they talk about Harley Quinn they talk about um Robin all this kind of stuff I liked because it's it's all different bits that I, I do understand a bit of from the comic books and from the stories that they're trying to tell from it. So that that all fitted in really, really well for me. I wish I'd seen more of... Uh, uh, what? Uh, <laughs> 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 the what, more than four
0: hours?
3: <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, give, give me a bit, <laughs> bit more of it. I could have done with an extra 45 minutes on Lex Luthor, if I'm being honest, I? I could have done a lot more of him.
0: They could they let the flash run at normal speed for a couple of minutes and they could have caught up and got somebody else moving for you.
2: Honestly, like, I, I, I'm I'm just going to quickly jump in. I took two videos while I was watching this to put in our chat. I'm going to send them after this. And one of them includes the flash running. And fuck me, man. It's just one of the worst, worst things I've ever seen in a film in my life. It just looks utterly ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Kyle. <laughs>
3: No, no. Problem. I, the Flash is probably one of the, the the ones that I like the least in this movie as well. But because I watched the Flash TV series, I really want that actor to be playing Flash. No, um, Ezra Miller, who does a decent enough job, but um, I, I just got a preference on my flashes. Um I'm, am I'm, I'm gonna. I can feel the sense he's all jumping in your seats to come in and slit this a little bit more. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass over to Burnsy, Um Talk us through how much you appreciated this movie. <laughs>
1: Um I think after this, I don't know if, well, I wouldn't have enjoyed this no matter when we watched it, but because I've done quite a few superhero films and like at the very start when we started doing movies, I don't really have any or many for what I can remember. So there's been quite a few in succession um now which they're getting really boring for me. Um it's just not the genre that I appreciate or enjoy. So it's the last one for a while that we have to watch and that kind of stuff. Because like I enjoyed when we went and saw the uh, when we went to cinema and stuff like that to watch the new Batman. But since then we've had a few and it's just kind of ruining my enjoyment a wee bit. Um,
3: <laughs> no more fun movies.
1: Hi, <laughs> <laughs> just well, fun, just <laughs> superhero fun. fun Sorry, Bumzy. I didn't hear what you said.
4: I said this definitely wasn't a fun movie.
1: No, definitely. <laughs> I just found it really boring. Um, I wasn't remotely interested in how it panned out. I didn't care if the good if the bad guys conquered death or not. Um, I just felt myself like losing interest. Um like at points I did lose what was going on, but I think I got the gist of it more than anything. But it wasn't as if I did eat, like I was actually trying to pick things up and did rewind it a few times to try and see if I picked things up. So extended the actual viewing time. and when I got further into it I was like why enough did I do that Uh, but there was the fighting scenes were far too long there was just too much nonsense in between really Um, I don't understand how people can enjoy it really Um, and (laughs) I think there was like the acting that was all it wasn't as if I was thinking any of them were annoying me or like they were all wasn't anything wrong with anybody that was on the screen. It was just the actual film itself. I just found really <laughs> not interesting. Um, know, what
3: what what's missing though? You've got some romantic angles in there. You've got some good action scenes in there. You've got some coolest fuck characters. Some cool bad guys. You've got the a background storyline about the bad guys as well. You actually feel a little bit sympathy for Steppenwolf. There's there's so much in there. You've got the, the The resurrection of Superman coming in—that's dead emotional. He's coming back, um, bringing God back as well. You've got there's loads. There's so much, so much to unfold with this, and there's so much to come in the future, guys. It's dead exciting.
1: I can tell you one thing: I didn't get emotional for a second watching this.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not even when you see Lois walking towards a household carrying a baby basket after seeing Mm -hmm. the pregnancy test earlier on in the movie.
1: Come on, Bunsy, have a heart. I've obviously not got one. (laughs)
0: <laughs> would been hooked in if that Batman was potentially <laughs> <laughs> that, that was what
1: was missing
3: that's why Bruce um, has got his arm around him saying congratulations you're taking my baby
1: the bit where I was, where I was invested in it was like at the, obviously it's towards the very start so I think I was I was thinking maybe this will actually be alright at this point where where Wonder Woman's at the school and it's under attack like that bit was, I thought was quite cool um, but then See the fight scenes in that too, when obviously there might be that, um, they've got that much power and everybody's just like flying from one end of the room to the other. And I'm like, oh my God, just gear up. Um, but the other, I've not mentioned, I've intentionally not mentioned the length of the film at all because even if it's two hours long, I would still come over, come on here and say, absolutely destroy it. But even one of the things that I sent in our group chat that when it came out at the cinema people were saying that it's a really difficult film to watch in one sitting which i was planning on sit- watching this in one sitting because i wanted to see how how it, how it would feel but i couldn't even bring myself to do that i had to watch it in two settings but if you can't watch a film in one sitting that's not what it's supposed to be as a film like right. you might like kyle i you i think you'd said as well that you'd you watch this over two, which i don't that was maybe time constraints or whatever mm-hmm. but I can I can't imagine a lot of people able to watch this in one go. Um and if it was an enjoyable film and there, there was just I think there was just far too much filler for me and maybe it's because I didn't understand what was going on all at the time but I was looking at the screen thinking I don't know what relevance this has got to the story. And that that might be a misunderstanding or not understanding all of the, whole lot
3: of the stuff. Is, This film shouldn't be one movie. It shouldn't be yeah. this should this should be potentially even three films
4: between yeah. them. They've squashed like they've squashed basically every single storyline <laughs> that they've got available to DC to into one movie. They've taken and, Marvel would have done this in twenty movies.
0: Uh, yeah,
3: because even like the the appearance of like, the Martian Manhunter that needs more information given to it. The the, glean, the you see the Green Lantern a little bit in there, but from what I was reading, in some of the trivia is that. Zack Snyder nearly quit at the start because he cut loads of his stuff out from Green Lantern, didn't let him film a lot of what he wanted to do. So there probably is another 45 minutes of this that could have been added in for the Green Lantern stuff.
1: You're mentioning names there, Kyle, and I've not really, really got a clue who you thought talking about. basically. But that's because they didn't explain to you what was going on. You know what I mean? Whereas if you're saying that they could, they could have, if they maybe cut it into two or three films, but gave you a bit more understanding of who was who was who? Then maybe I would have enjoyed it more. But I just I did stick with it, but it was it was a chore. It wasn't enjoyable. Well, at
3: all. I think I think maybe what I've done myself that here is I probably should should have had us watching both of the Justice Leagues this week. Um, we could have done the original one first, and then Zack Snyder's one second, and that would have give us a good comparison because if you've watched the first one, there is some amount of Stupidity in the first one. The, the first one starts off with um, Clark, Clark Superman doing a, a a fucking vlog on a mobile phone, like he's doing an interview for something on a phone, and it's got like the world's worst CGI for his face because he had to grow a goatee for. Um, that sounds to be like the best scene in this film.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you miss out on the scene the scene that was not in uh, Snyder's cut where um. Aquaman sitting on the lasso of truth, and he's just spouting shit for about twenty minutes. Just,
4: <laughs> I mean, if you take like if you take a shit sandwich and put some caviar on it, it's still a shit sandwich with caviar on it. It's just even more disgusting somehow.
3: Well, Daniel, give us more, give us more of your thoughts. <laughs> um, as a, I, as a superhero and comic book fan, surely yes. there's lots for you to appreciate in this.
4: Uh, I would say the opposite I think it ruins so many good things um, fundamentally I disagree with the existence of this film it's it's a product of fucking online bully culture willing something into existence that didn't even exist before it's fucking I hate it, I hate that it exists but I put all that aside and I watched it with an open mind uh, First thing that annoyed me. I'm going to start it off. Um, can I
3: can I jump in quickly here, just on that on that um, bullying culture to get this movie and fundamentally disagreeing it. There was a, there was actually another Warner Brothers movie that went through the same experience um, back in the 80s, where a, a fan petition made it get changed to the, the like the the original cut that got dropped, and that was a uh, Superman two, one of Sean's favorites.
2: That's a shame.
3: <laughs> and <well-known laughs> existence for
4: decades. Um, I've lost my time, I thought Oh, first thing that annoyed me. Back to that. Right. <laughs> uh, how long do you think the opening credits were, guys? Okay. Too long. Then you take note of uh, how long it was until Zach Snyder's name actually came up. As it was it seven um, minutes?
3: Was it not? Nine minutes was oh, not bad though. That was good. You get to but again
0: you got to you got to invent, like Marvel's got loads to them. Nine oh, minutes buddy. of slow motion, like, no dialogue action. Fucking
4: hell. That was like, brutal. Aye. The, the my issue with this, right, is you've got four hours. So yes, there's a lot to cram in, but you could do a lot with four hours. Right? He does fuck all with four hours here, apart from most of the scenes are just empty scenes. It's, they're just empty. It's like a long panning shot of something. I thing that nobody's touched on is the music choices are fucking horrible. Like,
0: oh, I was going to mention it with the one woman how half song is every time she's in a fight scene, it's just half song playing. You're like, fucking hell. We got maybe the first time maybe when she appeared on screen, you can maybe replay it. But not every time she fucking pulls out the sword or the shield. It
4: was it was super annoying. Like none of the music seemed to tie in with the scenes. <sighs> they just be completely out of what was going on. Um, you can tell that it's just been fucked together, like the f- abomination that it is. Like, if I was to ask anyone in here, right, what's a mother box?
3: I'll, I'll, exactly. I'm leaving that. i leaving that to the floor.
4: No, but for even even you, Kyle, based on this movie, what's a mother box? I'm
3: trying to Google what is a mother box? Give me a minute. <laughs> Complete silence, right?
4: And that's how bad this movie is, right? It's got four hours to tell your story. And nobody even understands what the main threat of the movie is. And it, do you know why? It's impossible to know, because it's a shit story really badly told, right? Nobody knows what a mother box is. And then about half an hour of this film is one big grey-looking monster going to meetings with his boss, who's another big grey monster, who's going to relay messages back to his boss, who's another big grey monster. That There's about half an hour of that in this film. I'm going, yes, I'm going to find the next mother box. So like, why have you only found one mother box? Next time I'll have two mother boxes. Okay, I'll go and tell the other guy. <laughs> I've but, only
1: been few to them to go and find mother boxes at one point, instead so of one guy just coming to go and find... Uh, well, after,
4: after three hours and... Uh, I checked it. It was after about three hours and 40 minutes of this movie. It goes to Darkseid, who's the, the main big, grey, bad guy, right? And he goes, fuck it, we'll just invade anyway. So... <laughs> So the whole thing was fucking pointless. It was fucking <laughs> like
3: none of it mattered in any way no. whatsoever. Uh, just, just to jump in on, on, on mother boxes, guys. It's so I know you're desperate to know, but it's also called a change engine. It's a perpetual energy matrix of apocalyptic origin. If, I, if I that if that clears it up for you. But the, oh, there I'll is also the here, there is also a bit here that says, and this is maybe Some information for a future movie. What are the differences between the mother box and the father box?
4: See, and the the thing is, right, this movie doesn't really establish any motive for any of the characters, really. And Mm -hmm. spends a lot of movie with Batman going around trying to make this team up, right? And ultimately, Superman just does it. (laughs) and that's my issue with the justice league as a whole right because i like dc comics but i think dc is really good for individual stories about individual characters and like batman stories are great and flash stories on their own are great but i think dc are shit at these big crossover events because you've got superman superman makes everyone else null and void because (laughs) nobody can beat superman so the whole film is building up to bringing superman back He's evil for twenty minutes, and it's, it's just over like that. And then, he, and then he's starting to get it. Like this is uh, Zach Snyder. I think, taking a lot of cocaine. Written down. He's read like five or six fucking DC comics. He's read like science and Infinite else. He's read about fucking um, oh, what's it called, the Life Equation, or that. He's like, I want to do all this fucking shit and just tries to put it in a movie. And it just this is a fucking. This is a bin on fire. That's what this is. <laughs> what,
3: what, your, what was your thoughts on when Superman is punching with the biggest FUD noise that you've ever heard in your life, uh, stepping with about the room that they're in? I mean,
4: Superman fights a Superman fight. That was all right. The worst bit was when they were all fighting against Superman. Um, I think the slow motion thing with the Flash has been touched on, so I didn't want to moan about it too much, but this is a perfect example of how well it can be done is how they did it with Quicksilver <laughs> and mm-hmm. X-Men movies, right? Mm-hmm. You can do that effect really well and make it work really well. Whereas a guy just—he just looks like a guy running slow. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't—it doesn't give you the the feeling or the effect. Um, and see, overall, like lastly, what I want to say, I think this movie is just fucking arrogant. Mm-hmm. Like the idea that you can even give yourself nine minutes of credits and like. The movie basically finishes, and there's 25 minutes of him wanking over more ideas that he might have in the future by just cluster fucking all these characters together. Like Jared Leto's Joker is one of the worst things to ever be on screen. Never mind one of the worst comic book characters. What the fuck is he like trying to achieve with that? It's horrific. Martian Manhunter turning up and going, "Hi, I'm the Martian Manhunter." Like, right, sound it doesn't mean anything to anyone it's just fan service but it doesn't it's not even satisfying fan service it's just it's the most the um
3: it's the shittest name to have to have an impact like that mm-hmm.
4: Hi, so, so if you're going to discover who the martian manhunter is somebody needs to find it on a computer or something you don't come and announce your name saying i'm the martian manhunter sounds fucking lame like and <laughs> i know it sounds stupid right but aquaman <laughs> Jason Momoa's doing a good enough job as it is to make Aquaman cool right stop calling him Arthur all the way through the movie
0: because
4: mm-hmm. it just makes him seem even more fucking stupid um, but no seeing all honesty I didn't really enjoy anything about this film um, I really struggled with it in so many levels um, and I think it's one of the worst things to ever be made <laughs>
3: You said a lot of positives though, you, said, you did see a lot of positives there, so expect a good two and a half, three coming for Daniel for scoring on there. Uh, someone else that will score it round about that mid to high section is Sean, who is an avid fan of long-term storytelling in a movie. Sean, is this the first movie you've watched
2: for four hours? Uh, this took me, a, I think it was five or six sittings to watch this. <laughs> Uh,
3: that says more about you than it does the movie. Well, I, don't, I
2: don't really think it. I don't think it does. This was really, really bad. Like, <laughs> I didn't have a clue who ninety percent of the characters were. The bad guys were. I didn't understand what the storyline was. I knew that there was bad guys trying to take over the world, kill folk. That's obviously a given, but. uh That mother box thing, I think that's in one of the videos that I took, if it's that box that, like, glows up and pulses. uh, I I, I didn't understand what they were trying to do with that. Uh, John, I'm I'm
3: going to jump in here with a question, but maybe Daniel can answer. (laughs) So, the mother boxes get set off because Superman dies, right? So that's what activates them. They're not scared anymore. They can be activated. So, why have they been so dormant for centuries and centuries? If Superman's not been there for centuries and centuries,
4: none of it makes sense, Kyle. Don't try and make this make sense because it doesn't. <laughs>
3: well,
0: I'm I'm you like, if you stick one mother box in a wall, you get a big giant tree grow up from it. But if you stick two in a wall, then you get this big fucking wooden dystopia fucking surrounded you. Like what? There's no logic to that at all.
4: But one mother box In a paddling pool Brings Superman back to life As long okay. as something' Runs really fast At the same time
2: And that made no sense What was he doing He was just I, I, I didn't get it I thought Oh It's not to touched the water And it touched the water And I'm like And then it but, fucking Came but, out of the water I was like the fuck is gone on None of it made any sense But he had to, I, He had to run He had to break his
3: rule though And run too fast So that he broke the speed force So that he could reverse time Because it was too
2: late well, listen I to the words coming out of your mouth. in the pool too. Listen to the words coming out of your mouth there. What a load of <laughs> fucking nonsense! It's I have
3: watched I've watched the, the Flash TV show. I know all about the Speed Force, so that uh, to me that was cool. No, he was
4: fair enough that bit being cool, but the bit Sean's talking about is when they bring Superman back to life, and what they're doing is instead of using his power to be really fast, it's his power is fast enough to make electricity. And I don't feel electricity, it's fucking stupid You're late Sean, anyway carry on
2: uh, I found The Flash, he's up there In like my top 5 most annoying f- Characters on film ever He was fucking really irritating See when he was in the was it, uh, The pet rescue shop or whatever it was And then he's smiling at the lassie Who's in the In the car and she's about to have a crash
3: But that's Iris West, then, though, Sean, you need to understand This is Iris, that's his long
2: term love that's the, that's the love of his life Right, cool. So when the crash (laughs) comes up and he he runs so fast at his shoes and he's just standing there while she's gone through there very slowly and he's like, just stay. It was really creepy. And I I just, I I think I'm really fucking annoying. Uh, Aquaman, boys, we stupid one liners. I've said this before when we watched Avengers about how Robert Downey Jr., his character, was like, when you're in the middle of a fight against all these fucking world. Things for other worlds and you're making wee fucking one-liners get the fuck he was uh, like so over it was so overbearing every time he was on screen he's making the daft wee one-liner it's just I found him really irritating but it, Ben Affleck as Batman is is like is, is like bird on toast it's just fucking awful nobody I, I don't know what I've not heard anybody say anything good about Ben Affleck as Batman. He's, uh, he just looks fat when he's got the suit. I'll say he something. He's better late. than
3: George Clooney and Val Kilmart and potentially no. Keaton. No, I'd
2: love
0: George Clooney
3: potentially, potentially Keaton. You shut your mouth. <laughs> I mean, there's no much in it between Affleck and Keaton, to be honest. Keaton's just shit Batman.
2: He genuinely <laughs> looks fat when he's got the suit on. He just looks like a fat Batman. He does, Batman. Like... Him running about shooting folk with his V laser gun. I just, that's I, 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 no Batman. Batman's—I've never seen Batman shoot a gun in my fucking life. He's a no more than I will, He's obviously into comics and stuff, like that, but I just, I just find his version of Batman utter garbage. Uh, if, I
3: to, that, if I was to, if rank ba- the Batman, though, obviously Rob Patterson's number one. He's the best. Bale would be next.
0: I'm struggling I between.
2: Stop this on a tangent. We're, we're, we're currently talking shit about your favorite film. Adam
0: West is above Clooney
2: anyway. He's above fucking Heating Adam West. Uh, The only, and this is obviously from a personal point of view, I I understand if other people wouldn't like it, but because I've like, when I was a wee boy Superman was, I just, I was Superman daft, and uh, I still, like, watching it, it was quite, I I just like. I don't know the idea of Superman. And I think Henry Cavill's really good. And I hope that we, that I do get to see him in a, in a kind of Man of Steel tour, whatever it is that they're going to do, <laughs> no matter how shit it probably turns out. I probably still like it. His wee 20-minute, whatever, however long he was actually on the screen for, I actually Googled it, it was like 22 minutes. Uh was <laughs> all right for me to see, because, I, again, I like that character, but that, I just I really, really didn't like this film. I thought it was... And again, like Bunsy, I'm trying not to mention the time. Uh, obviously, the four hour. Uh, the, the fact it's four hours long, but um, it was just really, really shit. I, I just did not like this one. But I must have been a, it must have been
3: a massive plus point for you, Sean, seeing Superman in the black suit,
2: though. No, I didn't like that. It has to be blue and red. I actually say to myself, what the fuck's this when he was got his black suit on? Uh, but the, see, the last half hour of the film, right, where it, like... Sohan, again, I'm not really clued up on who the people are, right? Like the bad guys and all that. But then, like, they said, he's, he's already here or because this box, they hadn't done the thing with the box in time or Sohan. And then it seemed to be like two minutes later, that part was over. And then it was the last half hour where, like, they're having flashbacks, like, dreams, or fucking Batman's having dreams. I, I have no fucking clue what was going on in that last half hour. Like, I text Bernie and I said, the last half hour is undoubtedly the most confusing and worst part of the film. I did not understand what was going on. I didn't I. I, I didn't understand if that, the battle had actually ended or what the fuck was going on. I just thought it was really, really uh, poor and just really shite. I'm f- not going to kind of rambling and just kind of repeat myself, but it's a definite no for me. I'm just glad it's done. I oh, really am glad it's done, Luke. I mean, I was dreading watching it for f- fucking since it was announced. Been a rough weekend for you, Sean. Uh, I mean, fucking, you, should, you should not need to sit f- through five different a- attempts to get through a film, that's just ridiculous.
3: <laughs> so listen, like I said to you in the group chat the other day, this week of runtime in movies is only 20 minutes longer than someone's massive scores up, and everybody sat through it fine.
4: I was going to say, four hours worse than this one is filled up with Zack Snyder's shite. Mm. Aye, and, I,
2: I, and there's already been touched on, but the slow motion stuff, what the fuck is that all about? Like you could literally, like, uh, 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 everything's in slow motion. Everything, or like literally, there, there, there must be at least at least 90 minutes of action in slow motion in this. Why? Sean sure
3: was that angry, he couldn't get his words out I, there.
2: It's not even full screen. It's 2022 for fuck's sake.
4: <laughs> exactly. This, uh, this adds to the arrogance of this wanker. Like right? he made a movie in IMAX aspect ratio for a movie that was never going to get Released at IMAX. It was going straight to TV. It went to the HBO Max. What a it's fucking one. going to get
1: a DVD first. Hey. That, that, that pish. And well, I'll, I'll,
3: Okay. To, to, to cover the, the uh, slow motions there, there was 24 minutes and seven seconds of slow mo- motion footage.
0: I felt like double that. It
3: uh, definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, you, you you've got some positive things to say about it.
0: It's such a weird thing. It's like I didn't totally hate it, but I feel like everything I'm going to say about the film is all the things that angered me and triggered me throughout it. <laughs> like first of all, it's been touched on that fucking and in opening into the the, the credits. Was just... How cool was
3: it seeing Batman coming over in the mountains? That was cool.
0: I was just, hmm. the fact that it started off by triggering me like why much I hated that first Batman v Superman film in the first place, <laughs> just like, for the reminder of why I've never went back to any of the films in this, and I know where it's becoming a touchstone, so we've had basically uh, a couple of the characters have had their own origin film, but really everyone should have had an origin film, or maybe I had a tie-in of some sort so that you can help build it all up, uh, as you're saying, the good thing, I I obviously Cyborg was a character that was new to me, having, I'm not quite the level of geekness of the comic books like you and Daniel, but that was a character that was new to me, and it kind of, I, I did feel a bit just ripped off the Dark Knight trilogy when they were playing football. I, did, I felt like I'd seen that exact scene before, like it was ripped out of the Dark Knight Rises when I'm playing American football. But having, I felt like they could have done a lot more with him and probably, I feel like with this uh, universe, like obviously obviously, Marvel is the mantle and it's never going to get anywhere close, but it just seems to be sort of my I don't know if they just managed to get, the had their finger on the pulse and they've had a lot better directors and screenplay writers or whatever, but it just seems to, everything just seems to be such a let down on this universe. I, I think that's maybe why the Batman films are standalone and they're different because they don't, they're not forced into a tie-in with anything else. And uh, kind of Sean, you touched on it, but Ben Affleck <laughs> as Batman was just god awful. I mean, there was a few times that he was trying to put on like a Batman voice, and he just kept speaking in his own normal Bruce Wayne tone rather than being the "I'm the Batman" like, that that sort of, man, sort of Batman <laughs> voice that he does. I noticed it, that as well, Hunter. Because uh,
4: yeah. sometimes when he was just Bruce Wayne, he would do like half a sentence Bruce Wayne and half a sentence fucking Batman. Yeah. Weird, yeah. isn't
0: it? I know. And then, obviously, as well, right, the bad guys are a step. I, I just couldn't connect with I didn't believe any of them would be as evil and as cunning as they were. I mean, the, the top bad guy is just Thanos and Pet of Chicks' love child. It's just Thanos with a cap with <laughs> <in> his chin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was, I, I was just, again, to touched on it, with, with the slow mode I think I know the one you're talking about, Sean, that you said you were going to send in, um, there was a couple of the slow-mos and you're just like, I don't know what it was, I don't know if it was the facial expressions to them or whatever, you're just like, what the fuck is going on here, this, just just been so poorly acted or directed to whoever said, gave the go-ahead and said, I no, that's, that, that's it, that makes the final cut, that is worth it for an extra fucking two minutes screen time with a film that's already been four hours long at that point but again on that aside there are some things I mean it's not by far it's still not the worst things we've watched I would watch this over possibly our bottom 10 films easily but (laughs) over and above that I think we could be struggling
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting here, at, I'll take that as a fucking dub, if you're, if you're putting that above the top ten, bottom, it was a bottom ten, sorry. Uh, just to go into your thing that you said about the football game, um, mm. all three of Zack Snyder's um, DCEU films have a scene in a football game, *Miley Steele, uh, Batman v Superman, and this one as well, so it's a part of being his thing as well as slow motion. And being a wanker. <laughs>
0: oh, and to answer the question I put at the, the top, the suggestion I put in the, the group chat, two and a half hours of a single-blade bit crazy with the boss was much more enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, well, anyone want to add anything more onto Zack Snyder's Justice League? No, thanks.
4: Uh, I just wanted to add that this is the first movie we've watched, maybe on par with The Times-Dispatch, that offended me.
3: This movie. <laughs> Add that as a potential podcast name. <laughs> well, looking at some of the trivia, because one of the morons decided to not do his job. Yeah, again. Um Apologies. Just, uh, I've tried to drip through little bits of it in as we've been talking, but during March 2021, this was the longest movie in IMDb's top 250 movies. Any guesses at who it overtook? Um, gone with the Wind. Oh. Mm. Correct. Gone with the Wind coming in at three hours and fifty eight minutes. And that's got the common courtesy to give you a break in the middle.
0: Exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, looking at um, Rotten Tomatoes as well, I want to have any guesses about the, the scores on Rotten Tomatoes. So what is the what's the tomato meter, guys?
4: Oh, no one knowing the fucking type of folk that are like this, I would imagine the audience score is very high and the critic score All right.
1: is... High. All right. the critics it's one of those talking. films you said before, Daniel, that everyone just pretends that they like because it's cool to right. like. That is
0: exactly what? the Like an 80-20 split, so the critics score about 20% and the audience about 80
3: The audience score comes in at 94%. <laughs> for, <laughs> with over <laughs> 25,000 plus ratings. And after 305 reviews from the critics, they agree that it's a 71%. Wow, that's funny.
4: Um, do you know what? To, to add to this point, Right, this movie was willed into existence by all these folk. Right? They campaigned for it for years. They made it happen. Right, So therefore, they couldn't say it was shit. Mm-hmm. It's almost like saying their own movie is shit. Like they spent years saying this is going to be the best movie ever. So when it came out, they were all painted into a corner. Painted in a big fucking geeky corner And they were fucked And they all had to pretend that they
3: loved it Shite. well <laughs> right, let's get scoring down there guys I'm going to go last on scoring this time uh, I want to see how you guys play it out Sean
2: uh, Excuse me I'm going to give this a 0.5 Only because of Superman
3: So <laughs> your childhood hero is only worth a 0.5 to you
2: They only put him in for 22 minutes If he wasn't in this Then this is up there with Zulu (laughs) Dawn. Hunter
0: Um, You'll be pleased to know That the first part of my number Doesn't begin with a zero That's a four No the second bit does It's a (laughs) 1.0 for me
1: (laughs) This is fucking mute you Burnsy Easy for me It's up there with Zulu Dawn, So a zero (laughs) <laughs> Daniel
4: uh, I'm going to echo Burnsy um, I'm going to give this a zero and if I could make it the 0 of zeros so that it was at the bottom of all the zeros, that's what I would do <laughs> <laughs> a,
3: a one a 0.5 and two zeros <laughs> Well like I said, I um, I, there, there is parts of it that I enjoy um, I did hit in the say earlier it's not exactly a masterpiece I know it's not the best film that's out there uh, I was actually expecting a little bit higher on the scores guys,
1: I did think that button I just put the- there it's like I actually got, I, was, I wasn't I was going to give it a zero at the start but talking about it's made me more angry about the film so it's actually decreased my score <laughs> I was going to maybe give I was definitely giving it at least a 0.25 when we started and I've just got frustrated talking about it so it went down
4: that See, point that's point two great. five. That's it, <laughs> he does end nicely to the next one when we're yeah.
3: way. Well, I'm gonna come in and give it a three out of five.
2: I you know. made us watch that for a three out of five. I, I, I just have to, I didn't have to give it a five just because I picked it. You I, watched thought you, you know, I thought you picked it because you absolutely loved it. I thought you'd seen it before. No, I hadn't seen this before. You hadn't, no, fucking hell. he picked
4: picked it to be fair I'm quite glad you picked it because it's out of the way now we
3: can stop talking about it
0: those empty threats can no no longer be used (laughs) against us anymore
3: (laughs) (laughs) well Burnsy what does that then score us overall for uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League
1: a very high 0.9
3: 0.9 that's no bad actually we've got a lot more uh, lower than that <laughs> um, I kind of wait till we have like a retake one week and then I can make his watch this again. That's not like, happening. Like guys, we, we, we need to rethink the scoring on this because that 0.9 puts us below fear and loathing. Fair. It does not I deserve
4: to be. As well, so so uh, if you're in doubt, like right, you can always say at least fear and loathing was only an hour and 40 minutes or whatever that is. Do <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Well, I looked at our ratings before this and the Bondock Saint or Boondock Saints, whatever you call it, I scored that a one and this is like far, this is far worse than that. And that got destroyed in here.
0: Well, you look at it the other way, you've kept us at more on point, so that's a uh, film starring Amber Heard and Johnny Depp and a court case that have been mentioned on this week's podcast. There you well,
3: go. Done, <laughs> so this brings uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League to come in at number 125. On our list, just just on our list, sorry, below Fear and Loathing and above Pokémon's Detective Pikachu.
4: That's harsh oh. on Pikachu.
3: <laughs> <laughs> some some uh, some company to be in there. Well, let's uh, let's put a pin in that, and I'm sure we can come back to Zack Snyder's Justice League at some point, especially when the next uh, when the next instalment of um, him directing something comes in. Let's move on to an absolute. Classic. Actually, before we do so, Daniel, I did notice you put up asking for some questions on Instagram. Let's let's scratch the surface of that to give yeah. you guys that are complaining and mourning a little break. Um, I have a couple of questions I'd like us to
4: answer from the Instagram questions. Um, the first one comes from Chris, at the end of the show, who, and just I want to see if there's any stories to come off the back of this. But what's your favourite flavour of the Mad Dog?
1: I've only no, like it's all fucking stinking. So. I'd say the orange one, but that was when I was younger, and it's probably too sweet now. If I went back to it, I'd have
0: to have some. I don't know what the other flavours would taste like,
1: though.
2: Electric Melon. What's the connoisseur here, I think? What were you saying, John? Electric Melon.
0: My favourite is now no longer in production. There used to be one called Purple Passion. It was like a great flavour. That was a... F- I used to love that. Where that and a can of... Uh, you can get like tenant Super. You used to get Strongbow Super, so I bought a Mad Dog and a can of Strongbow Super. That was my <laughs> pre-match triple yes. back in the day.
3: And you look homeless as well, so that all oh matches. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like I, I had a bottle of mad dog maybe in the last year and it was a struggle. I think I poured half it out to be fair, it was stinking.
1: Did you I drink Buck Buck fast way, and right said, That's what you said, Kyle. That's what everybody either you always seem to either like mad dog or buckfast. Or did you like neither?
3: Yeah, I was always cans. I was I wasn't in, was in the cans of tenants at a tender age. Was oh, all I, mean, the like, me, I was always drinking
0: buckfast. Basically, for me, I was I was over working in America a few years ago, did you get it, like over, that's what their local elk, like the alkie's will drink that, and it's like when I, I was there, that was about six years ago. It was like two dollars a bottle of mad dog. And I'm like I could, put if I case for this, bring it back here and sell it at five and <laughs> a half and make a profit. That's
2: outrageous. <laughs>
4: I, I think uh, I was never a big fan either. It was never one of my drinks of choice. The first time I the first time I ever bought alcohol, actually, I didn't know what to ask for. Because I was young, I was only 14, but I had a beard, so it was me that got sent in. So I got a quarter bottle of high Commissioner whiskey and just like nice. the bottle.
3: <laughs> the boy just thought you were a fucking strip and paint off it was. <laughs> uh, it was fucking horrible,
4: but that was, I didn't know what else to, to ask for because I was too naive and young.
3: My uh, very very first drinking experience, I think I must have only about thirteen, fourteen, and I I was at the shops. My big brother was there with his pals, and um, I had my pocket money in my pocket. I, I genuinely think I had like a fiver, right? And I said to him, "Like, I'll oh, go and get me get me something to drink. Like, I'll have something to drink because having his pals are sitting drinking down at the shops because that's what you do when you're a cool 17, 18 year old guy." Um, so he took my fiver off me, and he went into the shop, and he came back out with a two liter bottle of White Lightning and told me that it cost a fiver you got to bear in mind, this has gone back 22, 23 years.
0: <laughs> 1.25, that ball, <laughs>
3: <laughs> And then, uh, obviously, I tanned it back, got absolute wrecked, pissed myself at the park, um, and then got sent home. So, <laughs> it's like, sent home, walked through walked through the door, and went straight up to my mum's room, opened the door and told her, oh, I've drunk a bottle of um, white and I've pissed myself. <laughs> hey, I, I, my
4: mum and dad never, mum. My mum and dad uh, never really bothered with me coming home steaming, so I never got the excitement of like having to not get caught or that
3: just coming pissed. I went, I just straight up and glass myself in and went to my bed, quite happy. <laughs> a bit in my pissy clothes as well.
4: Oh no! I no. might uh, early on in the drinking down the park years, maybe about fifteen year old, um, being so steaming that when I went for a piss. I pissed inside my t-shirt. <laughs> like, do you know what i mean so my t-shirt was hanging down too low and i've just pitched away that t-shirt just carried on with my night <laughs> covered in piss. terrible man
0: well i used to you get, see if you got like a brand new pair of sweat timbies and you go for a piss that first Friday night out <laughs> you get the splash back right away I'm pounds you still always get
3: the chocolate why have you walked in that corner and come back with shiny shoes oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since we've uh, spent the last uh, 48 minutes talking about Pish, well, let's finish up talking about Pish and move on to absolute greatness. Uh, 12 Angry Men is the next movie that we're going to be reviewing, guys. It's number five in IMDb's top 250 movies of all time. We're going to do it a little bit differently with the scoring. We're going to start off with giving our numbers right now. Then we're going to discuss the movie and then we're going to see what our scores are at the end. To give you an insight of what the movie is this movie came out in 1957 so you guys going from watching a four-hour long movie to a black and white movie it's just been a horrible week for some of you here Uh, the jury in a new york city murder trial is frustrated by a single member whose skeptical caution forces them to more carefully consider the evidence before jumping into a hasty verdict i'm going to kick off and i'm going to give it a five uh daniel
4: and um, this might be surprising, but I'm gonna second that by
1: Burnsy? I'm gonna I was only I messaged earlier to wind you up and say that I was as if I hated this, but I did enjoy it, but not to the same extent. So I'm gonna give it a four. What? Sean.
2: Oh, a black and white foam. Eh?
0: Uh, a four point five.
2: Four
0: point five. Hunter? Four point five from me.
3: Wow from hunter incredible let's get these numbers boosted up guys this is just (laughs) the best movie of all time when when i very very first watched this i was in that skeptical way of it's a black and white movie i don't know if i like it it sounds dead boring but i think it's probably one of the most gripping movies you can watch with just thinking about being in that room and being that one guy who, back in the fifties, bear in mind, it's a little bit more forward thinking than all of the rest of the selfish people that are there. And he just puts a question out there of like, could this potentially not be a slam dunk? He's a murderer case. Um, what what was what's cool for me is watching the different characteristics of the people that that are acting in it as well, because some of them are really really angry they as, as as the name suggests and they just have pure hatred to this guy that bear in mind you don't actually get to know exactly what his ethnic background is it's just different to what these guys are in the room um and there's just a sieve towards it and it's a, the the predetermination that he's guilty get him killed get him murdered it was just like a like a game for them essentially um for me this this is like gets me dead riled up watching it because I get so angry watching the way that some of these people are and then it ends get for me and I get quite emotional especially when the last guy changes his guilty to not guilty and he breaks down and you see the picture of his son and you, you actually learn that the whole time that he's had all that anger it's just because this guy's young so I, I, I'm going to get too animated about it but Burns will come to you to find your thoughts
1: I so when you picked it, as, I wasn't, I didn't think I would like it as much as what I did because partly because it's a really old film, which I've said before, that I prefer more recent ones and also because it was in black and white, I thought I thought it's just not going to be for me but um, it's also different to a lot of when films that we have watched that say anything to do with a court case because you're usually based in the courtroom I don't know if there's many films or any other films that are similar to this in terms of it's just based about the verdict, if you like. But um I was like captivated throughout it, which I was surprised at. Um when you think about it, it's actually a quite simple main storyline if you if you get what I mean. But you learn obviously so much about all the all the guys throughout the film. I thought um Henry Fonda and Lee. It's J. funny because there's no
3: names in this.
1: I know no. I had to look them up after it, so it was number three and number seven, I think. Is that the main cat? The main character? was you, number seven. Can't remember. Number, like uh,
2: number three was a dickhead.
1: Oh, right, number three was a dickhead. Number seven, I think, was the guy number, that was Henry Fonda was though, number eight. That. Number eight, sorry. Um, I thought they two were class because I thought the guy who was number three, he portrayed his character really well in terms of. Obviously, you didn't know he didn't know the reason behind it, but he did come across as a complete dick. But he played the role terrifically. Um, you could tell, obviously, from the very start that you didn't know how they were going to get there, but you knew how the how the film was going to progress in terms of. I thought from the very start it was going to turn, and obviously the guy was going to be found not guilty. Um, but it was it was really interesting, like, even though you knew what was going to happen. How they got to that stage, and even the parts where obviously they're going through all the evidence, and I thought that was because it, it to an extent it obviously felt as if that's what what would have happened in the courtroom, but you were seeing it with the jury, if you like. So, uh, it was. I've not really got any bad points to say about it at all, which is obviously weird because I've said it's only a four up and I was going to give it, but it's more. That's more just based on other films that we've watched. Um, and I don't feel it was like the best film we've seen. That's that's mainly the reason. Um, and there was also there was like quite a few simple things that they mentioned about you could just the people that were with in the jury, and it was like the guy that was obviously wanting to get away for the baseball game and all that kind of stuff. You can imagine people that are in there and they're just like, I just want this over with. Like I don't really. Like, and then I'll then it's only when number forgot was it number seven or eight when he obviously explains him, no, we need to actually think about this seriously because this this is a guy's life here how would you feel as if it was somebody that you knew for instance um and the bit that was I didn't get emotional like you Kel again which maybe it's just I've not got a heart as we spoke about earlier but um when everyone turned around turned their back on the guy when he was going in that racist rant that was really powerful like I didn't feel emotional but it did hit you. Um and actually I've got as, there's not there's nothing I can think of in terms of how it would have been improved. It's more just I think on the quality film that we've seen so far, it just wasn't it didn't blow me away, but it was really enjoyable though. Um and it was something that flew by as well.
3: That like scene it, you, you mentioned there, Burns, about them all turning their back on them is incredible. Because mm-hmm, yeah. it's even even the people that are still in the guilty section mm-hmm. yeah that of, was in the back on them and it's interesting to see them all like challenging each other as well like you've got the the really old guy who's first one to kind of back up um mm-hmm. during number eight um and he's like oh if only i was younger like well i'd do i'd do x y and z but it shows you obviously like wait when you I'm, i've never done jury jury service I've, I've been called up for it a couple of times but i've never actually went and done it um but it's just you you've got to all be in this room together with people and nobody, you don't know any of them, you don't know any of their backgrounds or anything mm. about them, but you all have to come to a mutual agreement. And there's one of the jurors in there that comes from the same background as the person that was being accused. And it takes him a while to actually pluck up the courage to say that. And that's quite an quite a big bit in it because he's sitting there, probably feeling that everyone in here is talking about me. They're talking about me and my upbringing and my family. And he eventually snaps and says, like, that's what I am. And because they, they go down this, the, the route of, oh, you, know, you can tell, you can just tell, you can just tell. And he's like, well, you can't, because that's me.
1: That was uh, the I was going to, which leans into what you were saying in terms, it felt really believable that when I was watching it, you could actually, mad, you actually felt as if you were there to an extent. And you could, you could, you could, you could it, it felt to an extent you're watching like a, a documentary if you like instead of a film but that's a that's me saying it as a positive because i didn't feel like oh this is a storyline actually it felt as if it was real life which i think is also how it's meant to come across um so it's another plus point for it for me
3: well daniel you took um great pleasure in trying to explain this to your better half about what type of movie this was that went down like a lead balloon did it
4: I just didn't want to watch it with me. I, I tried to, I said, we could watch this film that I've got to watch for a movie club. What is it? Oh, it's a movie from 1957 called 12 Angry Men. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this is one of those films, right, that is always, always, always on those lists, like Casablanca and all that, that everyone should watch, right? And um, this is one of those that I say everyone should, like, I, I just think this is. I don't know what it is. Bonsie said a really good thing that you feel like you're in the room. Like you mm. feel like you're there with them. Um, mm. And it, it does such a good job at making you feel frustrated when you should feel frustrated and making you feel a bit of uh, questioning when you should. And it takes you on this great journey with just well, folks sitting in a room. There's nothing exciting about it. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I've not looked up any trivia, right? but one thing that no one's mentioned that, I, and I'm wondering if it's maybe not being picked up by everyone but yeah. so to me the number eight is the guy who actually killed that guy oh. you, oh, had the, you
1: mean because he had the knife is that where you're starting from
4: he had the knife the... he spoke a lot about his background that he knew then his dad beating him up and all that and how blah blah blah. blah. and then the, the, just the way the camera lingers on him especially when he leaves the court like he he had the exact same knife and he's like oh yeah i got it when i was out walking last night and He's, he's fighting so hard to prove this guy innocent because he knows he is innocent because he's guilty, is the way that. Yeah, it
0: it. Almost like serial killer, like like he's raging that he's not getting the credit for the perfect crime that he's committed, mm-hmm. that they're almost going to throw somebody yeah. else
1: under the bus for it. No, for the normal person would be thinking, I want him to be found guilty because it gets everybody off my back.
4: Um, I took it as he's like, you know what these old 50s, I don't like a guardian angel, right? Like, but he's like a good guy. That wee boy was getting abused by his dad. He's went and put an end to it, and then he's got him off uh, going to jail for that. Right. Well, right. well, again, I like to I look it up to see if that's a theory anywhere.
3: But, uh, I, I've, I've typed it in, and there's definitely people that are, that are singing off the same sheet as you there, Daniel, saying that he knew where to get the knife. He'd, he'd already mentioned he the law. He had a motive. Um, he had lots of grasps on the facts, um, and he obviously knew that the boy was innocent. So uh, there's, de- there's defo a... Uh, a wee conspiracy theory for a while It didn't even cross my mind
2: But yeah. if he did do it Then surely the, in his best interest Would be somebody else to go down for it
3: No but he did it to save the wee
4: boy For his abusive dad So seeing the wee boy go to prison Would ultimately have defeated well, The, the wee boy was going for the
1: chair wasn't it? he was seeing, yeah.
4: right, He was going for the chair He wasn't going to prison it was, He was getting killed Aye, or, or getting killed, aye. So, yeah. so he did it to save the wee boy for his dad So to to complete the mm-hmm. The saving, he would also have to not let him go to the chair.
3: Um, but also, but, like he obviously plays that part where he's like, "It's a common knife, which no- nobody else in the room could dispute or know it." And it could just be in that in that neighbourhood there is a place you can buy knives and guns quite easy. The, I, obviously, the whole part of it is just to uh, like that whole reasonable doubt. If you got any kind of doubt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. aye, that's
4: that's what this movie does. It's it's a visual representation of reasonable doubt and what it is um, the way that they it could have come across as cheesy sometimes the way they do this like planting a little seed about him saying that he, oh I'll kill you right yes and be he heard saying that and then build it up towards like 40 minutes later in the film or maybe 50 like quite a bit later build up to the guy saying it he's like well do you mean it and then there's so many clever little bits and the fact that they slowly just change one person's mind at a time and and, and there's just something masterful about it i don't know i just find myself i loved every minute of it i was uh, captivated the full time i enjoyed everything that was going on like bonzo said that you knew where it was going from the start you can tell you can tell within the first five minutes okay this is a movie where 11 folk think he's guilty and they're not going to have to change and that's not going to be the case um but I, I don't think I could fault it, which is why I give it a five. I couldn't think of anything that I disliked about this film. Um you'd think something with twelve actors in it would have some people that were like annoying or like weak links on the screen, but the annoying folk annoyed you in the way they were supposed to. And it made you feel the way that the other people in the room felt. Um I, I think this is a masterpiece. I think it's amazing. So cheers for picking it, Kev. And this in fact,
3: right, you're you're welcome. I'm glad you liked at least one of them. Or oh, um, they kiss each other somewhere else? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> well, this is that point you said there about the the actor side of it. So, so this was remade in uh, nineteen ninety seven, with James Gandolfini in it. Any good? So Gandolfini's like, but he put like Tori Danza and stuff in it as well. And it's shocking. It's shit. But what they did with the remake is they did it word by word scene by scene exactly the same as 1957 and it just doesn't work
2: how come that's longer then because it's a longer film and it's also got like ratings on like rotten tomatoes like 90 odd percent as well because i was looking at it today see i watched it years and years ago and remember the whole time just be like this is
3: just the same movie and it was crap comparison
2: uh, it's definitely a, an extra half hour longer, so there must be some differences in it. Right? Well, maybe Unless seven. it's like a I don't know, like kind an of extra long credit scene, just half hours of rolling credits. Maybe there's maybe
3: remember. there's 24 minutes of slow mo. <laughs>
2: like of into the end credits. <laughs> or, or, or maybe there's a half hour interval.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you oh, just
2: sat that... and watched them eating lunch. <laughs> that,
3: that's where that's where the break went. Sean what was your thoughts on this then you've given
2: it a 4.5 which is big for you I I wasn't really looking forward to it at all uh, as you know I'm quite quite petty when it comes to like black and white films I just uh, (laughs) I'm not really interested in stuff and obviously it being such an old film as well I thought this is just going to come across quite cheesy and quite how I found cool hand look just that wasn't for me at all I think I scored that a 1 so I was kind of expecting something along the kind kind of similar kind of lines but after like five minutes, because I, I I do enjoy like kind of courtroom stuff. This wasn't necessarily courtroom stuff; it was just the jurors obviously discussing it. So I was I was like, "I just this will probably be really boring," because I like the kind of the battles between the two lawyers and stuff like that. When we'll, whenever I watch like a courtroom drama or whatever, so, so I wasn't really expecting to to actually like this. But after five minutes, I was kind of. I was quite hooked in on it, like I watched it this afternoon, uh, I actually watched an hour of it on my lunch, because uh, I was just want to get it out of the way, because I wasn't going to watch it after work, but like I thought I'll just end up like fucking, like, my mind will drift off, it'll be that boring, but I'll literally just start and just hung on every word for that hour, uh, and then I watched the rest of it after my work, but I, 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 I did really enjoy it. I, you kind of knew the way it was going to go obviously with, with the, when it starts off and it's just it's basically one against a living, uh, but as, as Daniel says I like how it's just it, it's changing one person's mind at, at a time and it's all through kind of logical things like they might not be true like this boy might well have killed his dad but that doubt, putting that doubt in people's minds which is don't mean the correct thing to do because if, if there is any doubt you can't really convict on it. Uh, the boy that played during number three I, obviously you're not meant to like him but he was a fucking horrible bastard and the other boy again I, 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 I get lost with the numbers and stuff but the, the guy who had the baseball tickets who just yeah. wanted to go home and he was willing to just change it, he just just wanted to get out of there like that must happen quite a lot people get yeah. called up for this kind of thing which is quite uh, obviously not every case is going to be like this where somebody's life's on the line and things like that but no doubt there will be people that will just agree with people just to get out of there basically quicker. How good, how good was that
3: scene when he got challenged? Eh, when he got challenged on that change just uh, because of it?
2: Well. It was by both sides because the people who were voting guilty challenged them, then the then the, the non guilty side challenged them as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So it
2: was consistent with that because obviously both sides weren't like obviously the two guys that did speak up, they weren't just wanting him to go with the flow just because he could get out of there earlier. Uh, I've never, (laughs) I I was kind of laughing at times because there seemed to be a lot of times where they would just dramatically stand up and then walk around the room. (laughs) Like, I I just, I don't know, I just found that quite funny. The one thing that did annoy me, and I don't know what you think about it, but when it started to rain, I thought it was really loud. And at times I was kind of struggling to hear what they were actually saying because it was that loud. Uh, That's just a totally minor thing, but I I didn't really see the, the point. And the rain being that loud, I'm not really sure why it was like that, or the purpose of it actually raining. But I find that quite annoying, if I'm honest, because it was constant for like the last must have been half an hour, forty minutes. It was just this incessant fucking like monsoon that you could hear, and it was like and it was overpowering their fucking voices, and you couldn't really hear what they were saying. Uh, but no, it was a really pleasant experience to watch it. Uh, I'm going, I'm gonna watch the remake. Uh, I'm to find it, but I'm going to watch that probably at some point, or we might watch it if you want, I don't know. Uh, but I, no, I was pleasantly surprised by it, I must say. Happy days,
3: happy days, let's keep it going, come straight into Hunter with another
0: 4.5. Yes, I mean, I, I think I kind of know, I kind of look work at working sort of long hours and long days and whatever, so having to squeeze this in when I got back to the hotel one night I was working, I was like, oh, I could, could have seen the end of it. Um, to begin with, and I think the only thing that's maybe, maybe stopped this score of this a wee bit higher is because I was not forced myself to stay awake to watch it because I hated the film at all. It was just because I was absolutely shattered, and maybe didn't appreciate it that little bit much more than what I already did during it. But I kind of, whatever well, everyone's kind of touched on already. It's so superb. It's so well done. Like right? for you, don't think for a second that that you don't even consider the fact that it's black and white. Or it's from nineteen fifty-seven throughout. It's just so well done and well scripted. Um, the interactions between everyone um are so good. Um, I like Daniel's take on um, No. number eight potentially being a killer. I think that adds a certain different dynamic to the film. Uh. The I mean, I, I, mean, you, you, I think I wouldn't go as far as a five, I think. You always knew everyone was going to change their mind, so I think that maybe takes a little bit of the shine off it for me. And again, well, because I was um, zombified by the end of it, just the lack of sleep, but I didn't get that emotional pull when they found out the guy's suddenly when he changes his mind at the end. But... That aside, again, guess I said, it is so well done, I said, yeah, it is a proper roller coaster of emotions when you've got the old racist guy, I mean, you're willing to start stuff at the screen just because the, the, the way that they make him uh, turn, sit and turn into the corner, I mean, it's so well, I mean, everyone's, even though they're disagreeing about so much during the arguments about the case that they can all come together to say, this boy needs to wear there and no speak to him because he's just spitting absolute shite. So I find that I mean, even even though they're still at like loggerheads, they're still a common good. And I think that's what comes eventually comes out in the end, is they do have a reason that eventually eventually you you can convince them all because they do have that uh, sort of good bone in the body that they can be reasoned with. I mean it might take some more persuasion than others, but they do eventually get to the point. I and mean, I've been. I suppose the other thing you kind of, I, I suppose it like, doesn't add the mistakes Like you would actually find out what actually happened to actually go sit down. But again, that's that could be another film in itself where you actually then go and explore the full case and you get all the evidence and you can—I don't know—maybe make your mind up yourself or you, you find out who actually done it. But I think that would then doing that would probably take away from obviously the masterpiece that this is and. The, Again, it, it doesn't need anything more to it. It's just me thinking outside the box what you could do different a little bit. But, I mean, as I said, that sort of... I mean, you know it's coming. You know they're all going to turn and, and go for it. But the journey that takes you there from A to B when you've got 1 to 12 and you're like, you've just... like how is this guy seen everything different from everyone else in this room? And then they explains it all down there. I like that stuff. It kind of... Almost like the sort of the two-crime stuff where it sort of breaks down... Well, they've just chucked this guy in the stand for whatever reason because he's the easy target, he's the easy pick. <laughs> but these are all the reasons why it couldn't, may or may not have been this person. You're like, Once you take that on board, you're right. That's just a fucking. That's just easy. Which is even still to this day. Which is sometimes how the justice system works in America. But they just put the easy target, in and maybe because he's young, they maybe try to coerce or uh, what would you call it, a plead out of him already, rather than letting these uh, peers decide for him. So again, these are the sort of things you th- think about when you're going through it, but I mean, on second score, there may or may not be a score change, but <laughs> I mean, as as you all sort of said, it does deserve to be up there. It is, it is a masterpiece and I just kind of wish I'd been a bit more awake to appreciate it more than what I was during the first watch. <clears throat>
3: Yeah, and, th- and this this is something that I watched a few times now, and, and and each time I get the same excitement out of it. And I'm dead guilty of like putting a film on, putting Football Manager on, or putting the PlayStation on, or something like that. Um, but but this does get the full attention. Like I'll look at all the little details of it, um, and th- th- there's so many like scenes in it that I just love. The scene where they're they're playing out, where the old man would have done, he's run to the door within mm-hmm. fifteen seconds. And then Henry Fonda's character is playing it well, where he's doing the, he's doing the same walk as what the guys walked into court with. And then the the people that want him to make it so that it did happen are like rushing him like faster, faster. Like he would be faster than that. But there you're getting an actual feel of what it is that they've had in there. And, and the the one guy that I liked probably the most in the whole thing, aside from Henry Fonda's character, was the guy with the glasses who. who and yeah. um, mm-hmm. he has that moment where he's like oh shit, actually she would need glasses because mm-hmm. they make conscious efforts throughout there to watch him fixing these glasses fixing these eyes there's little subtle bits that lead all the way up to that That was and i knew that that was going to be it was happened so i remember that that was a big point i, I kind of half remembered what everyone changed for so i was looking for all the subtle bits that happened before it and there's loads where you see him pulling at his eyes and he's looking at things funny and he's squinting and then that comes a big plot point like how on earth could she see that through a moving train if she needs her glasses?
4: To add on to that as well a good thing they did with him was very early on they were complaining about the heat and somebody said to him do not sweat mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah. they were quizzing him on that and when he was starting to change his mind a single bead of sweat became doing these do you notice that? Yeah oh, like
0: Prince Andrew on a Pizza Express by the time he was getting questioned there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there you go, so uh, part of the trivia, Daniel, the only time juror for sweats is when he's proven wrong upon the facts that he mentions uh, and some questions regarding uh, the movie he allegedly watched when the incident occurred. There you go, so yeah. he, he has his one sweat. Juror number one was the only one that never actually explained why he thought the defendant was guilty, the foreman guy.
4: Yeah, he did. Yeah, he didn't. He just sort of told everyone else to speak.
3: Mm-hmm. And it was just really his facial expressions that changed throughout it, and then when from when he changed from guilty to not guilty. Um, no, guys, I'm buzzing that he's really enjoyed it because it, it's one of those ones I was apprehensive of putting in because I, I do love it so much, and it's it's one of my favourite all-time films that I would tell anybody to to go to go out there and watch. And um, most of the trivia uh, is themed around just how it was shot. Um, quite uniquely, most of it was shot um, with actors on their own. That's Dave. So, re-
4: at any time it was zoomed in on, a, on one person, they were just in a the room themselves. Yep. Wow. I think that. That's, that, that's makes it, that makes it like it even more because at no point was did you ever feel that. And see, for the movie made no. in the business to seamlessly.
0: I know, it, it does feel like you're watching it. I know it's not quite done in, like, in a single take, but it almost feels as close to that as there can be. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel as if it's been over-edited or over-cut. Or over- it feels seamless to start to finish.
3: There you go. And the, the film took 21 days to complete. Done in three weeks.
4: This shows you I
3: know. <laughs>
4: I see that when I came up with this idea of giving our scores first and then coming back at the end, I genuinely thought probably Sean and maybe Burnsy would really have disliked it and it would have been a wee fight, but everyone liked it, so it didn't quite work. Uh,
3: Well, to to, to redo the scores, I'm obviously staying on a a rock-solid five for this. Can't give it any higher until we do the retakes of our scores in the future. Daniel? I'm I'm also sticking at
4: a five.
1: Burnsy, is there any movement in your four? I am going to push it up by point two five, mainly because of what Daniel said about um his his thinking that the guy actually killed the dad. Like I didn't even cross her mind, but when you think back, it does. There are things that do point to that. So that's actually because I, I like ones that have got either a a twist or something that you don't see coming, and that's obviously something I didn't even pick up on at all. So mainly for that reason.
3: It right, got yeah. up to up a point two five. Sean, any change in your four point five? No, it's going to remain as it is. Remain as it is. it'll go up to a five when you watch the the remake. Well, the remake might get a five. Well, oh, there we go. There we go. Hunter, you say you did head. There could be some movement. Yes,
0: I, as I said, the only thing that but I could because you knew they were all going to get convinced. I think that takes a slight edge for it for me. But like your friend Craig, I'm going up by
3: 0.25. So up to 4.75 for Hunter. So just to recap on the scores, there was a five for me, a five from Daniel, a 4.25 for Burnsy, a 4.5 for Sean, and a 4.75 for Hunter. I think I've given you enough time to work it out, Burnsy.
1: Yeah, it's a 4.7.
3: Is that? Oh, how close oh. is that? A 4.7 puts it joint second with The Shining. Wow. So Goodfella still sits pretty at number one with a four point seven nine and Parasite just below and a four point six five alongside Spider-Man. There
4: you go. Yeah. the top
3: three, well, second. Class. So what a contrasting week for us, guys. Some a movie coming in at second and a movie coming in at 125. How are you feeling after that week?
1: Exhausted. <laughs> I wish I watched a uh this one second instead of <laughs> first. because I'm still on a downer after this fo- that four round monstrosity so
3: <laughs> and that's it he's just he's just picked to, the, to, to do the longest one last as well eh just I'll, I'll get the quick one out of the way
2: I've done it the other way around i done the 12 angry men last that was just to do uh, you've, you've made a good choice I actually thought that would be the worst out of the two so
3: that's why I like it well, 12 Angry Men, it was nominated for Best Picture in 1958 and it lost out to The Bridge on the River Kwai.
4: Oh, uh, that's also seen as like a really highly the classic. Oh,
3: uh, also nominated for Best Director and Best Writing as well, but didn't win any of them. So, a non Oscar winner uh, in our top two uh, in top five on IMDb ever. There you go happy days well before we move on to the the next section where we start talking about the movies for coming up for the next week Daniel have you got any other questions that you want to bring up from Instagram uh,
4: we did have a couple of other questions um, but so so I'll probably put these two together right we got one that said why do you hate so many great movies and then another question is can you please get better taste right so I thought they, I thought they sort of tied in together right um, so I asked for some examples um, and we could maybe discuss them as to why people think because we said last week that people think we score and they get really pissed off, right? So I was yeah. like, what are the ones that annoy these people? So I've got four answers and I want we can just quickly say why we think these are shy. Um, so the French dispatch. <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm over that again. That's, I'm, I don't want us to go over that now, but this is the type of person this is the type of thing that people like that we hate.
1: That's, um, that was
2: back to what I said earlier. You know There's like so no art school wankers, that's why. See, this, why are we even bothering answering these questions as if these two fucking cunts will be what will, will be listening to us? <laughs> uh,
4: that was one of the reasons I wanted to ask that question, was so I could get Sean to say something like that. Another <laughs> um, mentioned we were too low, apparently, for Back to the Future, uh, Old Boy, and Cool Hand Luke. Or the ones that annoy do you. Know what?
3: See, between Back to the Future and Old Boy, Back to the Future is the creepiest incestual film of the day two. <laughs> <laughs> so we we, do we, two uh, wheel spins
4: then. we're going to do one for the movie, then one for next week's category. Is that correct? You, I missed that. Are we going to do two wheel spins then? One for the movie and one for next week's category.
3: Absolutely, yeah. So we've got... Um, we're busy people guys outside of this podcast we obviously work really really hard um some of us so we've been a bit slow on the content coming up to select the musical that everyone's been excited to see we did spin for cinema but we're unable to make the cinema Uh, and we decided for next week that we will do a, a one movie show um I think the four-hour movie has tipped a few people over the edge, so let's get a little bit of a break. Love Island is on, so we're going to have to have some allowances for the losers that watch that. But we've got four movies sitting on a wheel at the moment. Um, we don't allow Craig to pick movies when it comes to spins like this. <laughs> it would just be Sunshine on Leaf, probably, that he'd choose anyway.
2: I've
3: um, even seen that as well. So <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm not putting you down as somebody that's watched any musicals. But the musicals that are on the list at the moment uh, that we're going to spin just now are West Side Story, Labyrinth, Greece, and Tick Tick Boom. Um, I'd happily watch them all apart from Greece, So it's now going to spin on Greece because I've said that. So the real spinning just now. Um, so a one week, a, a one show for next week.
0: Labyrinth, love it. Love it.
3: And there we go. I'm actually quite excited for this. I've never seen it. So uh, next week's musical that we will be watching, guys, is Labyrinth. Uh, the only thing I know about this is that David Bowie's got a big bulge.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. You, we'll probably spend a lot of time next week talking about David Bowie's dick.
3: Well, what I want to know, and I think the, the the main thing I want to learn from next week is: is it a bigger smashing Bobby than Jamie Fox?
4: Oh, I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, before you watch this, eh?
3: Right? there
4: was a phase in my life where I went into a hairdresser's and said, and held up a picture of David Bowie in this movie and said, I want that. And that was my haircut
3: for like four years.
0: I thought you were going to to a picture of his crotch. Can you
3: keep the hair you cut off me to stuff it to my
0: pants to look like this?
3: (laughs) Well, the wheel spinning for the category for the following week, guys. Um, Sean, I believe you're still not on the list. Uh, I think we're going to have to do a bit of a respin for this one, guys. I don't know if we can quite muster two separate cinema trips uh, coming up in the the near future.
4: Aye, skip it. Next one.
3: Okay. Next one. So th- for you, listening. We did just spend cinema once again, but we found it too difficult to get the time to actually go to the cinema this week. So, um, some of us have just got new jobs, so we're a bit busy and a bit preoccupied. Wheel spins going for it, number two. Watch it land on cinema again because it's just really eager for us to go. I think we should just maybe spin again after this one. (laughs) There we go. We have landed on Daniel's pick. So Daniel gets to choose. Uh, I look forward to us watching True Romance. Ugh. You said that last time and I never picked it. (laughs) See, I've said that now that you won't pick it because I know how your mind works. I'd like to think we've built up some goodwill now that you won't. Actively
4: shit on something because one of the other ones likes it after we all enjoyed your favourite movie. So I well, would never
3: oh, shit on anything intentionally just because someone else likes it.
2: Back to the Future?
3: It's because nobody likes that. That wasn't intentionally just because of you, that's just because it was shit. And I like it yeah, because it was you.
4: I've got a funny feeling I won't pick two the man's again because I like to think it's a wee bit different for us to watch.
3: I reckon we're going to end up with some anime movie.
4: We might have something animated, I don't know, maybe. I'll think
3: about it. Sean's toes will be curling right now as we're talking about that. (laughs)
2: Well
3: guys, that does, it brings us to the end. So like I said earlier, 125th on the list for Zack Snyder's Justice League after a four hour marathon. And who would have thought that just a mere hour and a half movie would have taken it to our top two. Uh, that does bring us towards the end now, guys. So thank you very much for your time and as morons bid you farewell.
0: Once more.
4: Nobody can yeah. see you wave Bonzi.
0: Last minute.
4: Intentionally. What's that? Mike, Mike and I, Unbelievable, like elite tier sweeties. Tell me Mike.
0: what Is that, they are. That, that I've never heard
4: of them. B and m Sell them to me. I don't even know what they are. Imagine, like, the tastiest jelly bean you ever tasted. That's what it is.
0: Oh,
1: I'm not a fan of jelly beans at all. No, I, I you had. I thought they looked good in the packet, but now you've actually...
3: I thought, it was, I thought you had a, a packet of runts to start with. Mike and Ike. Mike and Ike.
0: Sorry you don't speak moron as well as you, but let me try.
1: What the hell is it supposed to do,
0: you moron? It's a moron, that's not against the law.
1: Gun! You fucking moron! Stop like Batman.
2: Because he is Batman, you
1: moron.
0: What are you a fucking moron?
2: Huh? You moron! Drop dead. Moron! Whoa! Up here,
0: you morons! Stepping morons like yourself. Me down, you moron! Hey, moron!
2: Bid you farewell and good luck, morals. Bye.